0: Well, hey, welcome to the Heart of the Matter. My name is Willie Lawson. I trust that you are enjoying the programs. Uh, we, are, we will continue to, pr- to produce and, um, and distribute the programs uh, in a way that hopefully is pleasant to you and hopefully is a way that's useful to you. Um, we really want to be the very best that we can be, not for us, but for you. Um, we'll be right back after these messages. Blooming Day's Flower Shop, Blooming Day's Flower Shop, simply the best flower shop in all of the Tampa Bay Area. They're located over at 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, 433, uh, excuse me, 813 1942 And over in Pasco County um, at 6835 State Road 54 Newport Richie. Um, or you can just go to the website, BloomingDays.com. BloomingDays.com is the finest premier flower shop in the Hemp Bay area. Um, whatever you need, weddings, memorial services, decorating for Christmas, Blooming Days Flower Shop. www.bloomingdays.com. Yeah, hey, you know, doing this has is, is put me in touch with a lot of people. Some people, some people good, some people not so good. But one of the benefits is that I met this great guy in doing this. His name is John Desperow. Don Desperow owns print fast printing jobs. And he also owns this place called Good Guy Cars. You know, some of the, some of the worst people I think in the world are used car salesmen. I mean, just some of them have no soul. They definitely don't have any conscience. Uh, John Desperow has both. He has soul and conscience. As a matter of fact, we, I, I own a car that uh, we bought there. So um, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, go to Good Guy Cars. It's at 8212 Sable Industrial Boulevard. number is 813 999 9992 813-999-9992. That's Good Guy Cars. Well, you know, it's um it's actually Saturday, December the first. And um and I don't don't normally put dates um on on broadcast because I don't wanna I don't want to date them, but this is it's an important date. Um you may have heard that um the 41st president of the United States, um George H.W. Herbert Walker Bush has passed away. Um and it's really created a lot of um emotion in the political community. Um, I think that my own personal viewpoint is that um, HW and his death sort of brings to to, to an end the uh, an era of where people thought possibly that the Democrats and Republicans were um, going to be able to to negotiate from an honest standpoint. Uh, I, I don't think that I personally don't think that that's a possibility anymore. Uh, I at least not for the near future anyway. So um he sort of brings, brings to an end of that uh, person who was, who's always been in public service. You know, when he was, a, you know, when he was, he went to, he's one of those guys who, who lied about his age and was 17 and ended up in the military and ended up flying fighter, I mean, you know, at fighter jets. So, I mean, he's sort of the last of that era. Um So I, it, it is kind of a, Eh, I don't know if I feel emotional about it, but you know what? H.W. Uh, was one of those presidents in my age group, uh, one of the first pers- presidents that I, quote, noticed. Uh, he was Ronald Reagan's vice president. And I'll tell you what, I was in college during that time and, yeah, and um, was just getting married and stuff. And he just it didn't seem like I was really connected to him um, all that much when he was vice president. Under Reagan, I know a lot of you people who who listen to this, or you know what, are are Reaganites, and they understand. However, I don't know if I was or not. Um, George Herbert Walker Bush, um, of course, who served as the forty-first president of the United States from um, 1989 to 1993, only served one term. uh, Prior to assuming the presidency, Bush served as the 43rd vice president of the United States from 1981 to 1989. I think that part of Bush's legacy is that he he was in that arena for so long, from 1981 through 1993, 12 years. That's a long, long, long time. And according to Wikipedia, um, Bush was born in Milton, Massachusetts, uh, and he died yesterday um, in Houston, Texas. Uh, as you remember who, who his vice president was, Dan Quayle. Um, and again, his presidential term was January 20th, 1989 to January 20th, 1993. Um, his wife, his beloved wife um, and love of his life passed away earlier um, this year. Uh, Barbara Bush she passed away and of course the children are George W who became president um Jeb Bush who was who was who ran for president in 2016 and was governor of Florida um Dorothy Bush um Coke um Neil Bush Marvin Bush Pauline Robinson Bush so and of course and they had a child he and Barbara had a child that died in 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 childhood so which is why when you see um you know, cartoons drawn or whatever, memorial cartoons of them being re- reunited. It's Barbara and this child. And if you wonder who this child is, uh, that's the child. Um, the child that died um, in, you know, what early in childhood. So um, George Bush is, was 94 years old. And I don't mean to be ugly, <laughs> I don't. And this is going to sound terrible. You know, 94 years, 94 year four kills a lot of people. 94 is, there needs to be a telethon or something, uh, because 94 is a, is a son of a bitch. It kills a lot of people. So, uh, again, um, our condolences here at, um, to the heart of the matter, and um, what, all the people who help us, you know, our sponsors, our hearts go out um, to the Bush family um, for the, um, about the death of the, the patriarch, um, George Herbert W. Bush, and... Um, may he rest in peace and may may the family be comforted at this, at this time. Like, you know what, even though, even though, you know, what's going to happen, that it's just not going to, you know, this, you're, you're 94 years in and it's not going to last forever. And you know, what's coming. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't, it doesn't make, it doesn't make it any easier. It doesn't make it one tick easier. So again, our, our condolences and our heartfelt prayers go out to the Bush family, um, for my family and all of us involved in the To the Heart of the Matter program. <sighs> okay. Just wanted to wanted to make sure that we got that done early in the broadcast. Um that because the rest of I mean, so some of the rest of this is it's just stupid. I'm just gonna tell you. Just stupid. You know, there are folks out there at HuffPo. Have have y'all lost y'all mind? You know, have you lost y'all mind? Have you just gone so far off the deep end? I mean, seriously. That maybe... I'm thinking maybe you need counseling, right? I'm thinking some of these people need freaking counseling because it's the only thing that explains it you know okay there was an article in the Huffington Post that that said this they meant headli- I mean they made headlines across the internet uh, because um. They talked about Rudolph, you know, Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer. You you, you know, the the claymation special. Um, Basically saying that this classic is a bigoted film that features bullying and sexism. What? That features bullying and sexism. Viewers are noticing that the tale may not be so jolly after all. The outlet video stated, and they are sharing the observations online. The video aggreg- aggregated online responses to the classic film, citing one person, one person who claimed the movie, pre- uh, uh, re- excuse me, presents racist and homophobic co- components. Excuse me, there are homophobic components to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The video also alleges that Rudolph's father, Donner, verbally abused his son while stating the cartoon reindeer made sexist comments to Rudolph's mother when he forbade her, forbade her from searching for their son after he went missing. No, nope, this is man's work, Donner said in the film. That, no, this is man's work, was um, a sexist comment. If you have to if you have to dig that deep into the world of nothing, into the world of a fifty-plus-year-old claymation claymation half-hour feature, if you have to dig that far, or I think it's an hour, it? it's an hour, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if you have to dig that far into it if you have to dissect it that much if you have to parse every phrase I want to say this is as, as kindly and as nice as I can as, as I can manage you're a dumbass you are a dumbass I, I just don't know how else to put it somebody ought to put you in a rubber room. They, they they need to put you in a rubber room something's something's bad bad wrong with you and and, and I'm and I'm not joking the reason I'm not laughing is because I'm not kidding if this is where you live if this is where you live in your mind something's wrong with you I'm serious bullying Yes, bullying was not featured, but it's in the song, right? The other other reindeers made made um, made fun of Rudolph because of his nose. That wasn't very nice. It, it was hardly featured. It was hardly one of those things that everybody was good with, right? And what happened? Rudolph went off and um, did great things. Grew up, helped people out it's just the most insane ridiculous outrageous outrageously stupid commentary on something that doesn't even deserve i mean something that 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 from a critical standpoint doesn't really deserve commentary anymore it's what it is and 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 you have to wonder although you don't have to wonder that much um what this is really all about, because again, what's what's nice about the left is that they are transparent in a way that you pretty much can figure out what their deal is right away, and it's never what it seems to be; it's always something else. So that's the so so that's really the interest. So that's really the interesting part that that they you can always be sure that you can figure out what the left's talking about because um, in 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 her idiocy they end up being a little bit more transparent than they had intended to be in the first place. So there you go. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and uh, we'll be back with more of um, To the Heart of the Matter this morning. Um, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope that you make sure that you check out our sponsors, Blue Mania Flower Shop and Good Guy Cars. We'll be back right after these messages. You're tired of the cold? You're tired of the taxes? It's time to move to Florida. And our friend, Gary Knight, at New Homes of Tampa Bay is the perfect person to help you. You can just give Gary a call at 813-770-9452, or you can go to the website to look for your brand new home at www.NewHomesTPA.com. Move to Florida. It's about time. Yeah, welcome back. You know, it's, it's funny. It's... Like I said before, the left is really good at telling you what they're doing, what they're attacking, um, by trying not to attack that directly, because if they know if they attack that directly, that we will rebuff that people, just general people will rebuff that because it's, it's not where folks are. They, it's just not where they are. Um, you may, I, you know, I, 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 I was tooling around and, and you might remember that, um, it was last year, it, w- it was last year that hit some backlash um, because of, of the Charlie Brown Christmas. Remember the Charlie Brown Christmas? You remember? Um, and see, this is the silly thing um, where they're all sitting at the table. I don't know if you remember this, but I've seen Charlie Brown Christmas about a thousand times. Um, and everybody's on one side of the table. You have uh, <laughs> you have Sally and Charlie Brown and Peppermint Patty on one side of the table. And um, Roosevelt, I believe is his name, um, the black kid, is sitting on the other side of the table. Linus is at the head of the table. Uh, But Roosevelt is sitting by himself on one side of the table. Um, I think, well, actually there's two places there. So he may be sitting on one side with Snoopy. I don't remember. Um, But people were upset. You know? Some people were upset. Um, because he was sitting on one side of the table. Okay. Here's the truth. Here's one of the truth anyway about the left. The left simply will not be able to survive. They will not have a place if misogyny, racism, um, If those things don't exist, so they must dig them up or dig them out or call them out or pretend that they're in everything or they have no place or they have no place. A radio station in Ohio removed the 1944 classic um, Baby is Cold Outside from its playlist after determining that the lyrics are quote very manipulative and wrong star 102 in Cleveland the station which removed the song wrote this in a statement a few lines in the song which are traditionally sung by which are traditionally sung by a woman such as say what's in this drink and the answer is no were parts of the controversy. The station noted this song was written, quote, at a different time, end quote, adding that, adding the, quote, Me Too movement was at the center of its decision to remove the song. This is from the r- radio station. We live in a world, the world we live in is extra sensitive now, and people get easily offended, but in a world where, where hashtag Me Too has finally given women the voice they deserve, the song has no place. So because of some words in a song from 1944 that nobody that nobody frickin knows. Uh, Star 102 in Cleveland decided they're going to remove that from his Christmas from their Christmas playlist. Why? Because misogyny. Hatred of women must exist everywhere. Or they have, no, or, or these people have no place? They have no power. They have no influence. So they take the power and influence wherever they can find it. No matter how ridiculous, no matter how insane, no matter how inane, they try to take the power and the influence. No matter where, no matter where, it doesn't matter. They're good with it anywhere. So, so for for the proponents of the Me Too movement. It is a win that they are going to celebrate like they won the damn Super Bowl that this station, this this star 102 in Cleveland, Ohio took this song out, out of their playlist. So you said, well, what's the end game? Well, part part well, part of the end game is to be able to control what people hear and what people see, and what people say, because if you can control what people see, and hear, and say, you can control everything else. This is very simple. If I control what you see, what you hear, and control what you say, there's nothing that you don't control, there's nothing that you control. You have, you barely have rights to your own thoughts. You definitely can't express them because I just told you I have control of what you say. And I know for some people, for, for some of y'all, it seems like that's a long way from um, a line, a couple of lines from the song that I guess in today's sensibilities may be a little cringy. Say, hey, what's in this drink? The answer is no. That was part of the country. That was part of the country. I mean, the, the controversy you know that was it and if you don't know the song I obviously can't play the song because it's copyrighted um it's a guy saying to this girl um I gotta go and he's saying no don't leave because it's cold outside it's snowing it's that and, and he's trying to cajole her into staying with him that's it. So apparently now with our 19, you know, with our 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 twenty first century sensibilities, um, we think that Star One Hundred and Two thinks that possibly this guy drugged this woman in this song in nineteen forty four. It's interesting. Uh, we're supposed to understand that this is a different time. Um, but this the song is 1944, uh, but we're supposed to, se- to take this overlay of the 21st century and overlay it on this song. Like, of course, he would have been drugging this woman in this song, and it would be celebrated. It is it is ridiculous and and outrageous, ridiculous, outrageous, and it's just again, it's part of a larger thing to to again make sure that, that the left can control what you see, what you hear, and what you say who's ever con- in control of the narrative is in control, you know I, I don't know how many times I've said this on, on, on any of the number of programs that I've been able to do, but it's still true, whoever is in charge of the narrative is in control of everything if I can tell you the things to talk about, and then tell you what the words that you are using mean, if I can say, well, what you've actually said is this, then where is there an argument? If I can decide that even asking a question about something that I've said is racist, homophobic, uh, misogynistic, uh, Islamophobic, if even posing a question that you great that you dare question the great leader where is your liberty where is your liberty well i'll tell you where it is you don't have any you you simply don't have any liberty if indeed just asking a question about a statement just posing a question hoping for um some intellectual intercourse is seen as something that should not be done you know what you hear from people you see from people on the left all the time that there really isn't any discussion about this there's no other side of this well there's always another side let me let me move to you a um something that's going to prick you a little bit um When people say there's never a reason to hit a woman. I know there's some comedian that has said, what if you come home and find her drowning your four-year-old? Is that a reason then? Well, yeah, because why? Context matters. Context is important. So if, uh, indeed, we start off with these ridiculous sophomoric childish absolutes about there's never and you should never and blah, 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 and and you, and you simply cut off any sort of conversation or context. What you're going to find is that one side will always determine what should happen and what shouldn't happen. This and it's, it's really not the way you want. It's not the way you want to go. Because what you lose is that you lose your liberty. And you lose it a little bit at a time. You lose it based on what people are gonna say is politeness. You know, well, you have to be respectful and polite. Yes, you have to be respectful and, and, and polite, but one of the things that you can't lose in your in your politeness and your respectfulness is your liberty. And 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 one of the things that, that separates us here in this country from pretty much everywhere in the world is that we have Individual liberties that are not given to us by government, that are not regulated by government, that were never given to us by government, and that and that can never be taken away by government because they weren't given to us by government. Rights um, came before government. The right to 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 speak, the right to discuss, the right to think, and the right to publish and distribute, all those rights are what we call natural rights, and and they preceded any government. And so what the left is trying to do is, well, first of all, because they're not dumb, they know this, is they're trying to make it socially unacceptable by using every means available to them to shut off discussion. It's their leaders, it's their elite, who, who, who want to get to decide what you should say, how you should think, how you should act. By putting social pressure on you, by, 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 by putting the bear the media, the media that used to be newspapers and television, of course, and radio, uh, and now the media is Huffington Post and the like by shaming and putting to bear that influence and basically playing whack-a-mole, you see uh, a, a, a simple statement that was actually meant as a joke gets Roseanne Barr fired from her show. When probably, I don't know, 15 years ago, nothing gets said. And if people are upset, you know what they would do? They don't watch the show anymore. Simple, and the show goes away. But does she get called out by individuals? No, of course not. The show, the show goes because most people like it. It's funny, and as long as it stays funny, it's cool. Now they may not like the statement she made, and that, and that's fine. But the the difference now. Uh, Versus then is, I may not I may not agree with you, but I still believe that you have the right to say it, and that seems to be a very very difficult, almost impossible concept for people. I can that I can that I don't agree with your lifestyle, but I'm not going to stop you from doing it. You know, my son and I have this conversation when uh, when we're talking about people who want to legalize marijuana neither of us are ever going to vote for the legalization of recreational marijuana but neither of us give a damn if you do it and can still say i don't think you should i don't think it's good for you i just don't think it's good for you but I'm not, but I'm, you know what i'm not going to do I'm, I, I'm not going to go out of my way to stop you from doing it in your house as long as you don't affect anybody else but i'm not and i'm also not going to wave your banner and we've we've had the same conversation when we, when we start talking about homosexuality um I don't think what you're doing is right I don't but I'm not going to institute any uh, institute any laws that drag you out of your house and send you to a re-education camp I'm not I'm, I'm not going to back that and at the same time what I'm not going to do is i'm not going to put a big rainbow flag over my house and celebrate and, and celebrate your debauchery I'm not going to do that either. And I'm still going to say, I don't think what you're doing is right. I'm not going to celebrate it. I'm not going to go to your wedding shower for two dudes. I'm just not going to go. I'm not going to go there and pretend it's okay. And And it doesn't make me homophobic. It doesn't make me a hater. It doesn't make me anything but honest. It doesn't make me anything but somebody who is okay with his liberties. And I'm okay with my liberty. All right, we're going to <clears throat> we're going to get out of here and make room for somebody else. Um, if you've been listening to the shows on Anchor and all of the uh, syndication that Anchor does, send me an email, WLS860 at gmail.com. I think I've found a way to do programs now that maybe I hadn't thought about before. Anchor is, especially Anchor on the PC, is fairly easy. Um, I'm looking for them to have, I'm looking down here, and they don't have one yet. I'm looking for them to have a, um, an affiliate program. Um, that way I can get more of you guys in here and maybe make a few bucks. In any case, what we got to get out of here, make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We'll see you when we see you.